good morning, everyone, and thanks for coming. All right, tough crowd this morning. All right, um, so uh, I like to think that they saved the best for last because there's been a lot of good speakers throughout the semester talking about identity. And then over the last week, I realized there's been a lot of really good speakers and there's no way I'm going to be the best. So um, I think that's like, uh, I, I don't necessarily consider myself a good public speaker. Uh, I, I think that's one of the things you should put out there right away. They probably teach that in speech class. If you talk about how bad you are right away, then there's low expectations. Uh, but uh, I was feeling really good about things. And then Dr. Best spoke last week and he was pretty good. I mean, I was impressed and then he came up afterwards and he was showing off his t-shirt that he made uh, that he gave away at uh, at Spark and I thought man I we should come up with a t-shirt for the education department like you know there's a they put the stud and bible study and I was like we could do like we put the ed in education but that doesn't really make any sense because <laughs> ed is just for, for education so we, we could say we put the education in education so I don't know We'll keep working on that. We'll see what we come up with. Um, but then they, he posted the picture on Facebook of him and all the Bible professors wearing it like they were all smug and like taunt, taunting the education department. So we, we're going to have to come back with something. Um, you know, I, I, can, uh, I can relate to a lot of the, those who spoke. And uh, Luca, I saw you come in. I know, are you sitting over here? Uh, you know, I really appreciate your speech and how you talked about your identity being wrapped up in your in your uh, sport and what that meant to you and having it taken away from you at that that moment when you were injured and how tough that was because uh, the day is coming for a lot of us that when we can't do the things that we always want to do and have done our whole lives and we put ourselves in and uh, and Maria is she here this morning she's not here this morning she's getting ready actually I was going to give Maria a shout out anyway because. She's leaving for uh, NAIA Nationals today, and uh, you know that's a pretty big deal to make it to Nationals. And even though she's not here, I think we should give her a round of applause. Wish her luck. Um, and actually, the cross country teams, and I, you know, we have a group of athletes that probably get very little recognition on campus because that you guys never get to see them run uh, because they we don't actually have any home meets. The closest meet that they have is probably in Doan, and uh, if you guys ever watch these these athletes perform, you'd be pretty impressed. Uh, blood, sweat, and tears, right? A lot of blood, a lot of sweat, a lot of tears, sometimes puke. Um, you know, I don't know how many, I've watched a lot of basketball games, soccer games, wrestling meets, and I have seen some puke at wrestling meets, uh, seen some people pass out at wrestling meets. Uh, but I've never seen anybody at any of those other events pee their pants and keep performing like nothing happened and just keep going. Uh, it's a true thing that happens. I didn't know that until uh, I got involved watching cross country. Uh, very dedicated athletes, and uh, I hope you guys take the chance sometime to go watch them run. Their season's now over, but uh, next year, uh, please take the opportunity to, to support that group. Um, but like with Maria, Maria talked a lot about her struggles with being, uh, her identity being struggled because of being adopted. And I could relate to that a little bit, even though I'm not, I wasn't adopted, but, um, I, uh, my family was a little different. My, my parents were divorced before I was even born. My parents married, um, 
at a very young age. And my mom had me when she was 20 years old and I was child number three. And so those of you sitting here in the audience, think about how many, like uh, being a, a, a mom of three, a single mom of three uh, by the age of 20. And, um, you know, just like uh, Luca was talking about with the, my identity was so wrapped up and who I was as an athlete that uh, when I was 14, and I've told some of you this before, but when I was 14, I pitched in a baseball game on the same day as my mom's funeral, uh, which looking back on now, I don't know if I really understand why I did that. I'm sure I was asked if I wanted to, and I, and I said yes, even though now I look back at it and think it's kind of a, it was kind of a crazy thing to do. Um, but that's how much of, that was part of my identity, that I felt like that was the right thing to do on that particular day. Um, but a lot of us get our identity from our family, right? That's who we grew up with. That's who we learn from. That's how we identify ourselves. And for me, with my parents being divorced before I was even born, uh, that, that made things kind of a struggle for me because I didn't really know how I fit in and who Whose was I? Was I my mom's? Was I my dad's? And I split time between each of them. Uh, my mom remarried uh, at a pretty when I was still pretty young, and uh, to a guy that wasn't I didn't get along with very well. And as I re- reflect back, he didn't really get along with anybody very well. Um, so it was just how do you, how do you fit in in a broken family in a broken situation like that? And then obviously my mom passing away when I was still pretty young was. Uh, pretty tough thing to deal with because that's like how do you overcome that as a young child Uh, a second way that a lot of us identify or you know get our identity from is our ethnic background and um, I I came from on my dad's side of the family they weren't very tolerant of people who were different than them and and that's probably just a nice way of saying that they were racist Um, uh, my grandpa on my mom's side of the family he was from the Philippines, which makes me part Filipino, and so made my skin a little bit darker. And for a long time uh, throughout my life, I, whenever people would ask what my ethnic background was, I would just kind of deny I was anything and just say I was tanned because um, I feared being ridiculed, bullied, picked on, whatever. Uh, and so I was in denial for a long time that I was anything but tan guy from Kansas. So I... Uh, I I never really used that as part of my identity as I was growing up because I just felt like that was, I was too scared to embrace what that would mean. And so then I get to college and um, my identity was challenged quite a bit when I got here because um, my family didn't really come from a strong academic background. I was a Christian when I got here uh, and actually I uh, was I don't know. I, I didn't have a lot of rules when I was in high school. Like, I never had a curfew. I could be gone whenever I wanted. I could come home where I wanted. I like to think my parents uh, just trusted me uh, to do the right thing and not so much that they didn't care. But I really had no rules whatsoever. I could do whatever I wanted. And then I came here, and there's, uh, there was a curfew, and there was structure. And I actually welcomed that. Um, I didn't get upset and say, what? I got to be in by this time when I was at home. I could do whatever I wanted. Um, I kind of, I liked having some structure. I liked having the rules. I didn't like having the chaos that I came from. Um, I didn't really know much about academics because my family wasn't really big in education. Most of my family didn't graduate from high school, let alone going to college. So I didn't really actually ever believe that I would graduate. 
so I struggled a lot with, with how to, to be as a person here. Obviously, I was wrapped up in what I was as a baseball player. Um, I, I tried to learn how to study and try to figure out, like, if I was going to do this, um, how long can I do it before I have to give up? Because obviously, people in my family just don't graduate from college. It just never happens. Um, and, and luckily for me, I, I figured out a way to get there. Um, I, I just kind of throw some of these things out there about myself just to give you guys a little bit of insight where I come from. Uh, the one constant in my life from the beginning to where I am right now is Jesus. Even when I wasn't aware of him, he was aware of me. When I saw little in myself, he saw the potential I had. He put the right people in my life at the right times to help me get where I needed to be. And the thing is, even though he opened the door for me, it didn't mean I had to walk through it. I had free will choice over what to do. Many of you in here are in the same seat as I was. Maybe you're wrapped up in your identity as an athlete, performer, or, or whatever, and you're being given open doors to follow. Some of you are following those doors Jesus opens, and some of you are ignoring every sign and signal being given. So much that you may not even be hearing the words I'm saying right now. I can tell you many stories about myself uh, over the years and how I came to be where I am, uh, to be a teacher here, a professor here, which is one of the best jobs ever. Um, uh, and I'd be happy to share it with those, those stories with you anytime if you want to ask me about them and how I got to be where I am today. Um, some, it might be meaningful for some of you and it may not be for others, but it's something that's important to me. Uh, but as, I really just want to get, kind of give you guys close out by giving you some advice about uh, helping develop your own identities and uh, where you are uh, from where you are right now, because I kind of wish maybe these are some of the things people would have said to me when I was sitting in your seat. And so this is the point where if you have people who aren't paying attention, poke them on the shoulder and say, this guy's going to talk to you. He's talking to you right now. Um, don't be arrogant. Uh, don't be an arrogant fool, I wanted to say. I guess I just did. But, uh, uh, but don't come in here every day thinking that nobody's going to say anything that's going to relate to you or have an impact on you. Because there are people here every day giving you words of wisdom, literally giving you the keys to the kingdom of life and how to be successful, not just from a professional standpoint, but from a spiritual standpoint. And you're so wrapped up in yourself. Maybe you're too cool. Maybe you're too tough. Maybe you are so short-sighted about where you are right now that you can't see past who you are, that you're never going to hear anything that anybody says. Um... I used to be irritated when I'd see you guys not paying attention in chapel, being on your phones or listening to your, your uh, AirPods or whatever. Uh, now I just kind of feel sorry for you. Because you're, some of you are starving for these words, but can't get it over yourself enough to listen. When Dr. Dehart spoke the other day, she says it takes courage to change. Uh, some of you need to show some courage and step up and be a leader and not a follower. Advice number two, try new things. 
go on a study abroad program, right, Mrs. Lonis? Uh, meet new people. Take the time and invest in yourself beyond your sport or activities. Give yourself the chance to experience things that are right before you. If you left here the exact same person that you showed up as, whether you're here for one year, two years, five years or more, which happens, um, that's really sad. And if that's the case, um, I hope you take note of that now, that you're not gonna, you know, our, our mission here states we're here to transform lives. Uh, you know, um, that's not what we're about. You should be a changed person by the time you leave here. Use the resources that are being given to you. Uh, even, you know, from an academic standpoint, like if you came here and you just, and you graduate and you just go start applying for jobs and you just did the bare minimum of everything that was asked of you to get your degree, I still think that would be a sad situation because there's so much more here that we offer than just the bare minimum of what you're, you're capable of doing. Number three, be selective with who your inner circle is. You are only as strong as the people that you put yourself around. Your identity can be very easily become those of those that you are spending the most time with. And if that's the case, make sure those people are the ones that are gonna help you grow and become better than what you are now. You don't have to be limited to where you come from or what your past is. You have a choice in what you're doing right now and where you're gonna be. And the last one is faith. I hope that uh, the faith you have is your own, not your parents, and but your, not your friends, but yours alone that you rely on Jesus in all aspects of your life. And if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, I hope you find one. If you haven't needed Jesus in your life yet, you will at some point. I've had many conversations with students in my office, and some of them were in class and proudly proclaimed to me that they don't believe in God. And that's, that's fine uh, for you at that point, but uh, it does make me sad. Uh, because, uh, and I don't remember the song's name at this point because I'm standing in front of a big group of people, but the song we sing in here that says, when the lion comes, he will be my victory. Anybody know that song? Sing it. Uh, not now. Uh, but uh, to me, it's not if the lion comes, it's when the lion comes because the lion will come. And who will be your victory at that point? Um, there will be crisis. And I've, I worry about those who don't have Jesus when they have a crisis. We, if we learned anything this semester, life can change in a heartbeat, literally in a heartbeat. Who do you go to when that happens? Who is your victory? Who do you cling to in that moment? Who do you have that's going to rescue you at those times? Only Jesus can do that. So, thanks for listening to me today. I hope nothing but the best for all of you. Thank you.